Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And is another of the Getting Love Right series and this is going to be a really good show. I say that about every show, I know I do but I'm actually really, really passionate about this show and just uh, today, as you know, the people that know that I've moved to remote Victoria and not on the grid so I work through Skype and I work through um, computer and lots of other stuff that I do and today with Blog Talk Radio, Skype is actually full to call in so I'm on mobile reception so I'm looking to uh, you know, be in a spot where I have okay reception. So the chat room is open and I'm going to keep um, looking at my bars in my phone and keep finding a spot. Certain times of day and certain times of cloud coverage can be a little bit of a challenge. But we're going to it's going to happen. So all of that is good. So welcome back everybody after Christmas and New Year and I hope you had a lovely, lovely break. And as we know, when we're dealing in the relationship realm and things, it can be a difficult time of year. It can be a tough time of year. I remember that very, very vividly, is that uh, Christmas and New Year and holidays can be a really hard time when you're alone or you're disconnecting from a narcissist and you're healing. And But it can also be a very, very positive time in that we really reassess. We really look at our life and we go, okay, another year went. Where on earth did that go? Okay, what do I want to do to set up my life and how do I want to get congruent and what changes do I want to make in my life to get to where I want to be? Because the thing is, we have really, we have true self, which is the flow into being and the doing and the alignment with who we want to be and how we want our life to go. We want to be at one with ourselves and we want to be at one with life. We want the system to work. And the further we are away from that, the more it hurts. The more it really, really hurts. Now, this is our matrix. This is our emotional reality. This is our creation. And this show today is very much about taking responsibility for that. It's about making the changes within yourself to change the life that you have as an outer experience. And these shows come about for a reason. It's, it's incredible. The synchronicities. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening in that really understand synchronicity, that experience it in their life. But I love the synchronicities that happen in my life and in my business. It, it just blows me away. It really does. I'm so fascinated by it. What actually has happened just recently is on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery page, um, there was a really big discussion. And, you know, a lot of it was quite a lot of resistance. There was a lot of pain. There was a lot of frustration. A lot of stuff came up there. 
And it was actually on this topic, this topic specifically. Now, the interesting thing was, before that actually happened, I'd actually written in advance the shows that I was going to do, in other words, the topics. I hadn't actually gone to the material. You should do that half of those because working with it. My wife, my wife, and then the news. It's all around this topic. It's it's just a really important topic. Now I know. We'll say it with this one. This is is the biggest key. Now when I'm working with clients and forward obviously break out of the pain and get to where they want to be. There's two type of clients that come forward. Nancy Missler actually put it perfectly on the narcissistic abuse recovery page. That when, two years ago, when she came forward to me, her first contact with me, I can't remember if it was email or by phone, but I do remember specifically that Nancy said, I want to know what it is about me that keeps attracting and creating these ex painful love experiences in my life. Now, I remember that vividly. Now, Nancy's not the first person that's done that. Now, whenever anybody comes forward like that, I immediately go into this joy, release, this knowing, this is going to be a great experience for me and this person. This is going to be, figuratively speaking, a walk in the park. They're ready. They're going to heal. This is blessed. It's wonderful. Now, as opposed to, and I'm not making any judgment about where you're at. I promise you I'm not. But the difference between that, and this is an observation, when somebody comes forward and they say to me, he did this, she did this, that, there's intense pain, why did he do that to me, he treated me so badly, etc., etc., etc. Now, I know that's very, very normal on a human level. I'm not judging that in any shape or form. But the difference that I'm here is that the example that Nancy gave and where she was at is very much about, okay, I'm going to drop the focus on the outside and the, the, what happened to me and I'm going to come back inside, inside of me and I'm going to say, what is it about me that has been co-creating these experiences? What can I change? I can't change the outside. I can only change me and I'm ready to do it. Now, in my own experience, through my 20s, my 30s, very much I was in, in my 20s I was very much about blaming everybody else, very much, I was very much the victim, this was wrong, he was wrong, he shouldn't do that, she shouldn't do that, I had a lot of judgment on life, a lot of judgment and I was continually hooking up to that, hitting with it, wrestling with it. Um, Nothing was getting better. Nothing was getting better. And it wasn't until a very big experience in my early 30s, not as hard as a narcissist, but it was pretty hard. And I came off the ground and it was the first time I'd started to take responsibility. I actually looked at myself and I said, okay, in all of these experiences you're having, Melanie, you are the common denominator. You can have that much bad luck. What is it about me to live out my life? So that was huge for me. And I started to take responsibility. What I then did was move forward into very different experiences for quite some time. But I actually got 
was. I still had really aspects of healing codependency and poor boundary function. I was taking responsibility. It gave me relief and it did create a much better life. I was a much better person, but I still had work to go on it. I still had to work it out. And that's okay. But I certainly was not on the continual train wreck of my life. That was, of course, until I met the narcissist and really got the lessons of what I needed and what I needed. If what we're going to talk about today, you may feel incensed. When I was in my 20s and my 30s, absolutely I I was incensed about taking responsibility. I was incensed about not being a victim and that there was... People that came into my vibration. Now, cruel. It's brutal. It's pathological. It's criminal. It's it's. So again, I had this big hit of not taking responsibility. You know, this person is a monster. They are clearly wrong. And I just fell in love with the wrong person and I was a good person giving my heart and my resources and my time and my love and my compassion and my care and this person was a monster. So again, initially through all not taking responsibility, the empathy with that, you are still in the place of this wasn't me, I did nothing wrong, this was about what Joe is about, is I really want to highlight to you law of attraction, energetic reality, and also some really practical understandings that you can grasp hold of as the difference between taking responsibility and not taking responsibility. So what this show is about, it's an illusion that other people are energetically responsible for our well-being. And it is this illusion that is one of the greatest creators of codependencies. Yet in relationships, of course, we all want to have... And this is where the conundrum lies. So within this show, I'm going to explain how to ease the confusion and navigating getting your needs met whilst not making your partner responsible for your well-being. And what I'm going to start off with this is to really highlight... Such things as, and I wasn't initially going to do this for this show, but it feels right for me that I'm actually going to highlight the real realms of narcissistic abuse, which is where you are absolutely not in need, and in fact, you're getting highly abused, whether it be verbally, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, you're being very, very damaged. And it certainly does not have to be physical abuse for you to be sustaining an enormous amount of damage. So for anybody that's hooked into a narcissistic relationship or trying to recover from one, even if you are doing no contact, what I mean, because you're going to be prevented. It's going to be very, very tempting for you to hold the position of this person is wrong I did nothing wrong. I was a loving person who believed it was love and I did nothing wrong. Now, I really want to clarify for you that in personal development, in energetic self-empowerment, we've got to get rid of wrong and right because it's all about judgment. And judgment has reigned on this 
planet and judgment has created a lot of pain and the most incredible pain that we can create through judgment is self-judgment because whatever we resist and judge about ourselves we're going to keep disconnected from ourselves not supporting ourselves not loving ourselves and not healing so it judgment has got to go out the window so what I prefer to put it as is serving us or what isn't don't believe right or wrong don't I really believe it either works or it doesn't. And if it's not working, then we need to look can work. So in this, when we start taking personal responsibility, we're not saying we're wrong. We're not saying you were wrong. I'm not saying you signed up for abuse, you asked for it, you put a T-shirt on and said, come and abuse me. Consciously, you didn't do that. Has happened here. And you may not be owning this yet, but as we go through this show, help. Something has created an experience that has. Now, if we want to take no responsibility for that, we cannot change these experiences because we're hoping that the world's going to change. And when you understand energetic reality and law of attraction, there is no there is no world out there. There is only the experience that you are energetically creating, choosing and experiencing and participating in. Therefore, maintaining having. So you can't change it out there. You can only change you and then your outer experience changes. And that's what this is all about. We've got to break down these illusions and we've got to break down this judgment. So if we were to have a look at this, now if you're feeling intense triggers by listening to this show, you may be holding the position, I was responsible, I was a victim, this happened to me, okay, and this happened to me and I'm not responsible for what happened to me, he's responsible or she's responsible for what happened to me. So I really urge you in there no matter how triggered or resistant you feel to this show I promise you I promise you from the bottom of my there are two types of people and I'm dealing with this every is and this is my mission is to help people get to the other side how I got to the other side and I promise you that there are two types of people, and I'm not judging you, I'm observing, that the people that take personal responsibility, I have the joy in working with them, seeing their progress, seeing them heal and get liberated and create great lives. The people that don't take personal responsibility are the people that suffer the most anguish, pain and stuckedness and don't move forward. And actually, I was working with um, a psychologist client that I have, and we're going to be doing some cooperative work together, which is really exciting about breaking new ground, about healing from the psychology and also the quantum freedom and the healing uh, and the deeper ultimate reality perspectives as a combination. The conversation that it is the people that do not take personal responsibility that stay stuck, that don't heal. I'm going to give you the reasons for that. And they're very logical reasons if you keep an open mind. You know, this is going to, this is going to shake you up. And, you know, even if you feel like sending me an angry email after this, by all means do so, if that's what you feel you need to do. Because I do occasionally receive them, pretty rarely, but they do come sometimes. So 
this statement is what personal responsibility is all about. Personal responsibility is about acknowledging and wanting to heal. It means fully owning and focusing on as your mission. What is it about me that has attracted, maintained and allowed this abuse in my life to take place? So what happens when we do that statement? I'm going to repeat it. What is it about me that has attracted, maintained and allowed this abuse in my life to take place? Now this is not about self-blame. This is not about self-judgment. This is about self-realization which opens up the space for change and for you to have the power to create and change your life. Because what this is saying is, what is it that hasn't been working for me? What is it that I can adjust to make it work? Because if I don't adjust anything within me, if I don't take any personal responsibility within me, what happens is my belief systems, my unhealed, unfinished business, which may have been going on for lifetimes, not just from childhood, I'm going to continue walking forward into life with those unconscious programs happening and the same stuff's going to keep happening in my life. And that's definitely what I've been playing out and this is what we've all been playing out. And the reasons are we've come from a lot of society conditioning which has not been about personal empowerment. It has been about personal self-healing or realization. It's been about look at the outside world and model yourself on that. So when we've had unloving behavior, we, it has cemented the belief systems, we're unlovable, we're defective, we're not good enough. Now, you may say, well, I don't want to own that. But the problem is, when we've kept finger pointing and blaming them, we haven't actually fixed those need to get to the point of accepting myself as okay and adequate and then I'm going to say and working that brings me more of that in more of I'm unlovable, I'm defective, I'm not okay. So this is the shift that we start making. And it has to come through personal responsibility. It can come no other way. So there may be people out there listening, and I know there's a lot of listeners and a lot of people that are subscribers to my newsletters and are personal clients and people hear from all the time and on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, I know there may be many of you listening into this and you're already in this place, you're already doing personal responsibility and you're working on self and you're gaining great relief and empowerment and you're progressing. A lot of these clients and individuals who are growing, healing and embracing the creation of a wonderful new life. And that's glorious. Or, and again, this is observation, you may be a person that feels indignant as a result of these comments that I'm saying. You may feel like I'm blaming you. And I'm saying, you asked to be abused. And as a result, you may feel that you 
are never, ever going to take responsibility for that. Just not your truth. Okay, so I'm going to offer you some point-blank observations. This is not coincidence. It's a really vital key that makes a difference. And it's 95% people go, how am I going to heal? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? My answer is all the same. Always the same. Take personal responsibility. Puts you back in the driver's seat. Gives you back to your power. Powerful instead of powerless. There is no avoiding that. And it's interesting because when I actually work with couples and there's some resisting, playing victim, not taking responsibility, or both may be doing so, no progress happens until responsibility is taken. No progress happens. That consistently, people waste their time, their money, their resources, their efforts. They go round and round and round the same circles until they come to personal responsibility. The interesting thing is, is when you do, and I mean really, really go there, for me, it took a near-death experience both times. I was so abandoned, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be no good. All of that was what I believed. So I went down kicking and screaming all the way before I took personal responsibility. And for some of you, it may be the same. You know, for some clients and some people I've had interactions with, I just know you haven't had enough yet. You haven't had enough of the pain yet. And that's okay. But I do promise you this, and I had this experience. The day I took personal responsibility, the first time around and then the second time around, when I did it, and the second time around, I really did it, really did it, the relief was indescribable. It was like, thank God. You know, and when I'm working with clients and when it actually occurs, it's incredible. You hear it in their voice. You hear it. They all report relief. Like, thank goodness. It's almost like it's hovering out there in battle at home on the couch with beautiful clothes, you've relaxed back and you've... Hey, there's nowhere else to go. I'm home. I'm in the driver's seat of myself. I'm home, thank God. And your whole emotional body and your whole matrix goes into... Like your body, your soul, your emotional matrix, thanks, thank God you're here. This is where you're meant to be. And the relief is indescribable. So, and then everything starts working. Everything. Of course, there's work to do. Of course, there's going to be pain. Of course, there's going to be healing. Of course, there's going to be effort and application towards that necessary. And you're going to have to work hard at it at the start and then create it as a lifestyle. If you want a spectacular life, the works. <clears throat> but the relief, the knowing that you can actually be in control and be the creator of the life you want is indescribable. This is where... So... Some observations about difference, taking responsibility and not taking responsibility, and they're actually very, very clear cut. So I'm going to give you these observations about it, not my imaginings. Okay, so that people that have not yet done the shift, and it's a shift, 
You know, people say, how do I heal? How do I heal? What do I do? What are the tools? What are the this? What are the that? First of all, it's a state. It's a perception. It's an acceptance. That's what taking personal responsibility So if you haven't made that shift yet, the, the reality is you do feel intense pain, and I've lived it, and you will keep feeling the same pain the addictive pulls, you'll go back over and over and over and over what happened in your head and in your emotions and you're going to be feeling a myriad of other anguish, stuck and agonized feelings over and over again and you're going to feel powerless to stop it. People that take personal responsibility start moving away from this position very, very quickly. People that have not as yet taken personal responsibility don't progress in their healing stages. They have not moved out of resentment, victim and pain and are still resisting acceptance of what happened. They're holding on to the position, I will never accept what happened to me, it was and it was a horrible mistake. What ends up happening in the thoughts is this continual pain. It was wrong. It was a horrible mistake. Now, our bodies and our emotions are incredibly ingenious. True self-function feels great. It's freedom. It's I'm being in life. Everything's in perfect and divine order. I feel safe. I'm free. I'm happy. That's actually our natural state. Now, what happens with us is the further we are away from true self, the more it hurts. That's a very simple, absolute formula. So what happens when we're in false beliefs, not who we are, it hurts. It feels wrong. So if we hang on to those beliefs that I will never accept what happened to me, it's wrong, it's a horrible mistake, we're creators, we're powerful creators. Well, so it is. So it is. That becomes your reality. And your reality is that. And it's going to feel horrible because it's not a true self-function. Okay. People that do take personal responsibility move through resentment to pain to easily. Any psychologist will tell you that the, the, the phases of healing, acceptance is a huge part, whether it be grieving a death, a loss, whatever, or abuse, or whatever it may be. Acceptance, when we move into acceptance, we, we start moving out of the pain. So people that have taken personal responsibility have the position and this is where I went and this is where so many people go that get quantum healing results. I will accept that what happened to me was a perfect part of my personal journey in order to firm up and heal my unhealed parts that allowed and participated in this. Even though it was tough and really painful, it was because I needed this experience to heal. Now, when you can move into that, believe that, claim that, it opens up a whole world of truth to you. You can actually look at your past and you can go, 
wow, as a common denominator, I can see where I wasn't honouring myself way before I met the narcissist. I can see that even at work, I struggled to speak up. I struggled to lay boundaries. I struggled to put myself first. I struggled to respect myself. You know, there are so many areas in my life where I've been people-pleasing, keeping the peace, going along. I was scared of criticism. I was scared of rejection. I was and therefore, I handed over my power many, many, many times. Now, the people that resist that, I've had some very interesting discussions with people that have resisted that, and I used to resist it. I could have argued to the cows came home that that was a load of rubbish until I came to truth on it and relief on it. Okay, and I've had discussions with people that have categorically stated to me, no, 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 no. And then I've asked them some questions. They've given me details which have pointed it out point blank as fact that that was going on. And they'll still resist it and argue it. I know those people are nowhere near taking personal responsibility and they're nowhere near getting out of the pain. They're not going to get to acceptance. They haven't had enough yet. People that don't take personal responsibility feel powerless in their own life to create happiness and freedom they hold the position because I had nothing to do with what happened to me my well-being was completely organized dependent on what you did or didn't do to me now I have no hope of taking my power back and fixing how I feel for myself my only solution is for you to fix what you did to me for me now, as we know, if you're dealing with a narcissistic personality, there is no hope of that happening. I haven't taken personal responsibility. There is no way to feel better because we don't believe that we can create that for ourselves, that this person did all of this to us, so they're going to have to fix it, and they're never going to. So that is never going to change for you. People that do take personal responsibility feel powerful in their own life, in their ability to create love, joy, happiness, and because they have the position. Had everything to do with what happened to me. I chose you. I have my unhealed parts. I did this dance with you. I stayed attached to it. I didn't heal. You know, while I was in there, I kept allowing it to happen and trying to fix and change you rather than healing myself. Because I now understand that, I have the ability to change myself. And therefore, by changing myself and what I used to do, I can now change my experiences and I can recreate a life now that is much more to my liking. And this in no way depends on what you do or don't choose to do or whether or not you do or don't choose to fix what you did. None of that matters now because I can change me. People that don't take personal responsibility don't love and unconditionally accept themselves. This was me to a T. I had faults. I had things not working in my life. I had poor boundaries, I was codependent, I wasn't feeling happy, I wasn't happy in my own skin. But I died that. 
I hid it from myself. I hid it from other people. So by trying to hide vulnerable, broken, not right parts from others and ourselves, we actually keep attracting people into our life that will keep pressing on and exposing these parts to us. They will keep hitting us at these points and they will keep showing up in our life because we're not taking to get because we're not loving and accepting ourselves unconditionally. Loving and accepting ourselves unconditionally is okay. I've got stuff going on that's not working. I've got stuff I need to heal. Don't accept that. We hide it. We blame other people for it. We are going to attract people into our lives that criticize us, don't love us unconditionally, don't accept us, don't support us, and are going to keep judging us and abusing us because we're actually doing it to ourselves. So that's what happens. People that do take responsibility don't have that experience. They don't have that experience. But the people that aren't taking responsibility, they're saying, there's nothing wrong with me. It's her, their fault, and I'm a victim to this. I'm really upset and angry that people coming in, keep coming into my life that are also wrong, that keep hurting me. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of more of that. People that do have responsibility learn how to love and unconditionally accept themselves. They have the position, I'm human, I do have healed parts. And as a result... Boundary function, loving and respecting myself, not applying myself to healing and self-development in the past of these unhealed parts, what I was doing, I was attracting in people that were supplying more of those unhealed parts to get my attention. Now I'm committed to learning how to accept, support, encourage and love myself unconditionally, I'm still attracting more of that. And I'm experiencing a great from others tolerating and fighting abuse. People that don't take personal responsibility have fixations and obsessions regarding the people that did them wrong and can't seem to move past the thoughts and feelings about what ifs, what went wrong. What could I have done differently? Why did this person do this to me? Why didn't they change? Why didn't they love me enough? Why wasn't it different? Why did all of the dreams and things that I had in the future for this person, why are they all smashed? Why is my life now destroyed? So there's so much regret. There's so many recriminations. There's so much judgment. There's a lot of and tormented thoughts of the past and incredible the present and the future. They hold the position. You were meant to be the one. It was meant to work. And because it didn't and you're not what I believed you would be, you feel shattered, painful, and dated. I may never recover from this and I feel like I can't move on. Now, if you go into Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Forums, so this is for anybody out there suffering painful, obsessive, addictive, abusive love and feel like you haven't recovered or you're still there. Now, if you were to use this exercise and go, 
industry forums and have a look at have a look at the history of a lot of the members in there. Have a look at what they have been posting. Have a look at what they posted six months ago, a year ago, five years ago. Look at what they're posting today. And look at how many people are saying, I don't believe I can recover. My life is shattered. There is no hope for me. All of that. And there are people that are joining in on those stories, saying what happened to them, the reasons they feel like that over and over and over again. And there's this belief that goes on in those forums that if we just do this for six months, a year, five years, ten years, the pain's going to go. And all of these people, their focus as an obligation, not a judgment, their focus in is what has happened to me was wrong. I'm a victim. I take no responsibility. And that's just the way it is. I'm a And they're never going to move past that. People that do personal responsibility move forward into the realizations. You were not meant to be the one. When I met you, I thought you were. Absolutely, that was a question that dragged me in. You were always meant to be in my life for me to heal. This is so much of the purpose of soulmates. This is the purpose of relationships. They are the most powerful forum to heal ourselves. If we've got a right to work, and if we haven't got it right within ourselves, they're not going to work. But they are working because what they're doing is they're handing us back to ourselves to heal so that we can get it right. It's like Neil Donald Walsh says, I've only sent you angels. This is all about getting it right. We also have the realization when we take responsibility, you weren't meant to be a relationship with them. By me, created by my soul, my experience, for the purpose of me healing unfinished business so that I could. That is real. It is genuine. It is love. It is support. Because all of us want that. And we're all entitled to that when we're a vibrational match for that. When we've healed our unhealed part, that is who you're going to be. Now that I have this realization, I can take the gift. I can work on myself and I can creatively start creating an exciting life, an empowered life about the real life and love I can now create. Now, what a massive difference that is between you have devastated my life, I'm a victim, I don't feel like it can ever be better. It's gone. It's trashed. It's... it's devastated what a complete difference between that and the liberation and joy of getting the gift and the truth of what's going on now one is a false belief and one is a true self-belief false beliefs feel horrible false and horrible beliefs feel like freedom they feel like liberation they feel like hope they feel like joy they feel like creation there's a huge difference people that don't take personal responsibility, feel intense pain 
anger, sorrow and feelings. It meant injustice and often revenge. You trashed my life. I want to bring your life down. That's going to give me some closure is the belief when we haven't taken personal responsibility. And actually, I have never met, ever, ever met anybody that I've been working with, dealing with, in contact with that has taken revenge and got relief and liberation from it. And in fact, the narcissist is a complete phenomena that when you actually try and line the narcissist up to take revenge, he's going to up the ante and strike you even harder and bring you down even further because you haven't got the lesson yet. The narcissist is actually an incredible catalyst that brings you to truth because there's no way of avoiding personal responsibility with a narcissist and there's no way of being out of true self-function and not seeing the horrific results of it. You have to go to true self to really get your true healing here. So people that do take personal responsibility actually feel start to feel and it takes work it really but you're going to start moving towards it and you're going to get it more and more and more when you do take personal they start to feel relief joy exhilaration perfection and believe you me when you get there and you know what I lost in my life on a human level was horrific it was forgivable on a human level but when I actually moved forward into acceptance of personal responsibility, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. And I could see how so many areas in my life were living in illusions that were powerless and quite painful, no matter what my outer world looked like. This whole experience allowed me to sort out those things, to bring them back to authentic truth. And I'm really, really grateful. And gratitude, it's huge, absolutely huge. You know, when you move forward into gratitude, and I've had people that, like Nancy that have come forward and they've listened to like radio shows and they've, and you know, I've even had people say, I really get grateful for this. I'm never grateful, I'm going to be really released. I'm going to really, and it is so, so true. So, you know, even if you're, Nowhere near it, you think I'm this total alien that is a freak. How on earth could I be grateful? <laughs> okay, if you can understand, if you can understand that gratitude is the highest level of acceptance, that I accept that what happened is in perfect and divine order because I accept it because I get the gift and I walk forward with changing myself, do you know what that means? That means that no way known am I ever going to have to go through that again. I've got the highest lesson and evolution out of it. It's not going to happen to me again, and it won't, and it doesn't, and I promise you that. It really, really doesn't. And the, also the thing is true, you know, when uh, you've moved past the narcissistic experience, when you get to the level of gratitude, it is the most incredible freedom because when you're grateful for what somebody, you have the observation and you have the knowing. So on a human level, you know, my ex-narcissistic partner, a high-level narcissist sociopath slash psychopath, you know, has destroyed a lot of lives. He really has and continues to do so. But that's everybody's lesson and healing and evolution that attracts that and participates with him. It, and I, I accept that totally. But, you know, on a human level, yeah, he's a dirtbag. He's really not a nice person, you know. And I have no chance. 
emotion. But on a spiritual level, I am eternally grateful that this person came into my experience and delivered to me the hard-hitting lessons that I needed to really heal and evolve. Without him, I would not feel my true self function and be who I am and what I feel and the joy I have as a being every single day of my life if that hadn't happened to me. Now, if you want this, how can he hurt me now? He cannot hurt me. There is no hurt. I would never go up to him and say that because with a narcissist, you don't hook, you do no contact and I would never put myself in that situation. So... On a soul level, I have nothing but gratitude. On a human level, I have my boundaries, I have my awareness, I have my healing, I've taken responsibility. I'm free. So there's no pain. There's no. So that is a huge thing. You know, everybody goes when they're in the narcissistic and the painful relationship experience, you know, how is this ever going to stop hurting? How am I ever, ever going to recover? How am I never, ever going to stop thinking about the hurt and the pain and what they did and what they should have done and what they didn't do and... When you move into personal responsibility, acceptance and gratitude, which is the true self journey, there's none of that. It's just, thank you so much, I'm liberated, I'm on another level, I'm with creating an authentic, magnificent life, which you'll never do because you're a narcissist, and you're just not my reality. But thank you so much for being my springboard to get there. Can you imagine how devastated a narcissist would be with that? How mortified mortified because the and that's not why I did it the way this is just a nice little side effect because the narcissist is so hooked into I need to affect your life and destroy it to make me feel better that's what narcissists do you know that's a huge huge ego kick for great narcissistic narcissistic the energetic knowing and the real-life proof that they've destroyed a life, it makes them feel omnipotent. You know, but for a narcissist, for you to actually feel and know and be in the vibration of, I am so cool because you have handed me empowerment on a silver plate, I had to work for it. I had to really, really dig deep to work for it. But I got it and took it and elevated, you know, that's the ultimate insult to a narcissist. You know, You're for doing it. But it's revenge, and there's no greater success than being in true self function and feeling fantastic and whole and free and creating love and beautiful creativity in your life. You know, and I have met the people that have the hardest falls and the biggest lessons have got the grandest opportunities to create what I'm talking about. And that's what this experience is all about. So this is about personal responsibility is the number one key. If you're not there, I'm really hoping you can see and listen to this show. On this uh, newsletter, read it, read it, read it. Really challenge your resistance because I, I promise you, I know what that resistance like. I've been in it and I nearly had to die to get out of it and I really, really hope you don't have to because if we don't get out of the resistance, there's no way home. There is no way home. So people that don't take personal responsibility, they feel victimized 
and they are recreating that life is going to keep delivering these catalysts, bringing you the same stuff over and over and over and over and over and over again until you get that place that I did, which says, hang on a minute, I'm the center of this, I need to take responsibility. People that do take responsibility move towards feeling free and liberated and they move out of those patterns into new realities. People that don't take personal responsibility feel fear, intense fear, because I am not responsible. I am a powerless victim in life walking horrible things can happen to me because there's all sorts of horrible people. So that immediately gives you post-traumatic stress disorder. There's a fear of agoraphobia. You're very scared to be out in the world because if I expose myself and I'm out there doing stuff, I'm going to be attacked, I'm going to be brought down, I'm going to be abused. And I've got no power over that. So it's a really, really scary way to live. And because you're in fear, you're going to mechanisms. You're going to think you've got to protect yourself. You're going to be suspicious. You're going to be fearful. And then what happens if you haven't taken personal responsibility, you might come across in your space somebody that is genuine and loving. And what you're actually going to do is you're going to get very confused, trusted. You're going to put them through all sorts of tests and things, and they're going to walk away because you don't trust them, you don't believe them, and you're not a match for their authentic energy. So you'll sabotage any healthy relationships that you might have wanted to create. What you are going to be naturally attracted to and feel very... You're going to be very attracted to people that are real, who pretend they are... are feeling abused do personal responsibility start feeling love authentically they feel love for themselves they authentically feel that love of okay I know I've got dysfunctions absolutely and I still have them I could rattle them off for you now I am not a perfect being and I have no desire to be I can be obsessive compulsive I can still have addictive pulls I can still act codependently all of those things I'm a human being the great thing about it is I'm totally comfortable with that and I love myself and support myself thoughts or I feel disjointed or I feel not quite right the first thing coming home to myself talking to myself lovingly Saying things like, Melanie, you're doing a great job, I'm proud of you, you know this doesn't work, how about if we do this? And I can adjust my energy. And if I don't adjust my energy and if I don't support and love myself, I feel the consequences. Things get worse for me. So it's gorgeous to accept yourself as you are. You cannot change anything about yourself unless you accept it. I'm yet to meet a human being that's perfect. We're not. We're not meant to be. We're meant to heal, evolve, grow. That's the joy. That's the joy. And we actually need... Un 
not quite right, to be able to get momentum, to be able to get change and evolution and growth. How on earth could we do that if we were perfect? How boring would it be? There'd be nothing to work on. There'd be nothing to achieve. There'd be no better feelings to be able to create in our life or creations or greater love. Forget that. I don't want that. You know, when I used to, when I first went through these stages of, oh, my God, there's things wrong with me, my first thing was, oh, my God, I just want to fix it all now. I want to heal, 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 and I want to be perfectly healed, and I want my life to be perfect, right? Now, that was a complete illusion, and that was just this enormous amount of pressure, enormous amount of obsessive-compulsive behavior in my own healing, and a huge amount of disappointment when things still went wrong. So now I know it's opportunity. And the gorgeous and all we got to do is have a look at our life, what's going on in the outside. It either pleases us and serves us or it does or it doesn't. And if it does, it's showing us, hey, on that topic, I'm doing pretty well. I'm pretty aligned. And if it doesn't and it's not pleasing us and it's hurting us and it's not aligned, we can go, you know what, in regard to this, I've got some work to do. This is reflecting something about me that I need to heal. So we can go back to the drawing board and go, okay, what's going on here? What if I go inside, I go inside and I connect to my infinite wisdom and my truth with full humility and openness with myself, I get my answers. And when I get my answers, they're not just, you know, crazy thoughts in my head. It's knowing. I start to trust myself. I start to support myself. I start to do the inner work on myself. And then what happens? Life just starts getting easier and easier. And rather than these huge, huge roller coasters of agony, they end up being little hills. And these little hills, we start resolving them a lot quicker and a lot more. And we actually start looking forward to the little hills because every time we get a little hill that we need to adjust, we know we get more growth out of it. So this is what... So getting back to the topic of this show, because we're nearly running out of time, but getting back to the topic of this show, initially it was really going to be about, you know, I'm in relationships and why am I holding somebody else responsible for my well-being and et cetera, et cetera. And what I think I might do is expand on this show next month and go into the relationship dynamic when we're actually, you know, in, let's say... A relationship and we're starting to feel that you're responsible for my well-being stuff and we're not getting any I'll go into that more next month but I really wanted to set this up as per what had gone down on the narcissistic abuse recovery page what I'm seeing consistently with people that are healing and moving forward and people that aren't healing and moving forward what I really wanted to do was address this core root topic on this so that you can really, because I am giving you a key, that if you pick up this key and turn your lock, and nothing is going to changing until you do. And that's the bottom line. So that's the message of today. So by all means, if you want some more information on this, or even if you want to abuse me about it, that's fine. Okay, or you want to debate it, I'm happy. Or you may send me an email going, Melanie, thank you. I Like, I get it now. I get it. I want to be that person. I want to take responsibility. I want to be in the driver's seat of my bus changing the route I take to get to a different destination. Because you can't do that and get in the seat. You cannot do that as a powerless victim that 
I take no responsibility for this. It wasn't what I did. I had no part in it. Okay, well, you're out of the bus and it's driving away with your life and you're not even in the seat. That's not going to work for you. So I hope this has really, really helped. If you would like to contact me about this show, um, and also, too, I would really encourage you, when you've listened to this show, share it. Share it. Get it out there. Can you imagine what our world would be if we all It would be an incredible, really beautiful place. So my email, if you want to contact me, is melanie at melanietoniaevans.com. Also, go and have a look at my website and all write about and what I do there and you know if you feel compelled and you really want to help if you're in personal responsibility and you really want to help the world get in personal responsibility well then share this show you know get it out there get it out there so that's it from me I really hope this has helped and I say yay to you the relief when you do it it's not about you being weak and vulnerable and overtaken and overrun and useless when you take responsibility. It's the exact opposite. You come home into true power instead of trying to operate in false power. So lots of love, everybody. And that's it for me. And bye-bye.